finding time to create content can be really tough, especially if you're not doing all of this stuff full time. You get into that pattern of constantly promising yourself you'll do it, but constantly breaking that promise, right? And it leads to this kind of prolonged sense of guilt about knowing you should be creating content, but you're just not doing it. And it can be bewildering about how to get out of that cycle. Well, in this episode, I'm going to show you exactly what to do about it. We're going to snap you out of it and get you onto creating the content you should be creating. Let's jump in. I'm John Morrow, and this is Breakthrough the Noise. Podcast about rising above all the noise out there, all the endless ads and content and notification, and get people to pay attention to you. Not just for a moment, not just for one poster video. On this podcast, you'll learn how to create lifelong fans who hang on your every word so you never have to break through the noise again. The core problem with content is that it's important. It can create lots and lots of impact for you personally, for your business, for your cause, whatever you're, you're trying to do at that particular moment. But the problem is, even though it's important, it's not urgent. It's one of those things that has a long-term effect. And because most of us are, are already so busy and already so so driven to try to get things done in the moment, trying to do the things that will help us over the long term is really, really hard. And we end up making excuses about why we're not doing it. Ultimately, I've seen quite a few different excuses from myself and also from a lot of my students. And so what I'd like to do in the rest of this episode is actually walk through those and reframe them for you in a way that will maybe help snap you out of it and help you get back on track with creating the content you know you need to create. So... The first and most often one I hear is, I don't have time. We all say that. We've all thought that plenty of times because in today's day and age, everyone is overly committed. No one has enough time to do everything that they want to do. We're all rushing from one thing to the next. And a lot of those things are urgent. So when you look at the long-term non-urgent things like creating content, it's so easy to think, I just don't have time. Now, what I want to reframe that as is actually something that may be a little bit offensive to you at first. And that's, here's what I don't have time really means. Here's the translation for it. What it really means is I've overcommitted myself to so many things that don't matter that I can't focus on the things that do matter. Now, you might have some internal resistance to that, but think about it here for a second. When you look at all of the things you're committed to, how many of them are as important as creating the content you know you need to create? I mean, whether it's writing, whether it's video, whether it's a podcast, regardless of what it is, 
how do those things stack up? Now, your, your first instinct may be, I don't know. And I think the best solution to this particular problem is actually to conduct what I call a commitment audit. Take a look at everything you're committed to, to other people, to other organizations, things that you've committed to yourself, and write them all down. Because like it or not, these are agreements that are basically governing your life. And when we get too busy, when we get to that point where we don't have time to do everything, where we're feeling rushed all the time, and where we can't focus on the important things, it's often because we've made too many commitments to other places, to other people that are driving us to short-term thinking, okay? And what you have to do here, it's painful, but as far as I know, it's the only solution, is you have to look at everything you've committed to, and some of those commitments, you're going to have to go back to them and either renegotiate them or just say, I can't keep this commitment. And you're going to have to break some of your commitments. Now, if you do it the right way, it shouldn't have too many repercussions. But the core idea here is that there's really no other choice. I mean, imagine your life is like a suitcase that you're packing to go on a trip. And you've put so many things in the suitcase, you can't fit anything else in. The only way to move forward is to take some things out. It's the only way. So if ever you find yourself telling anyone or telling yourself, I don't have time, that's what I want you to do. Start removing things from your schedule to create room for the things that are really important, like content. The next excuse that I hear a lot, that I use myself all the time, this is probably an even bigger one for me, is I don't know what to do first. So you look at the content you want to create. You look at the end result you want to create. And it's easy to be excited about that end result, but not know the first thing you should do. So maybe you have an idea for a website or an idea for a YouTube channel or a podcast, but the difficulty in getting yourself started is actually the confusion around what you should do first. And it seems to make total sense. And there is some truth to it. Confusion can always slow you down. But here's one thing I want you to consider. Is the problem that you don't know what to do or is the problem that you're looking for the optimal path? that you've actually found a dozen different paths and you're not sure which one to follow. In my experience, when you have confusion about what to be doing first, it's usually about the optimum path. Nowadays, you can find YouTube videos or how-to articles on just about any subject that'll give you a step-by-step guide for exactly what to do. So the idea of not knowing what to do first isn't really relevant anymore. What I think it really means is that you're being a bit of a perfectionist. And this is why I said I struggle with this one the most, is I have a very, very strong perfectionism streak. And there, there are good and bad types of perfectionism, which I'll talk about in a later episode. And this is one of the bad types. And the reason why is because oftentimes the path you choose is less relevant than the amount of skill you have. So I know with blogging, for example, 
the exact first thing you do doesn't matter nearly as much as your skill with creating content, as the size of your network, all of those kinds of things. So you could follow any of the different approaches, and as long as you're working hard toward those outcomes, then you'll eventually get there regardless of what you do first. Now, in many cases, where you may be stuck is just deciding which medium that you want to pursue. Should you do a blog? Should you do YouTube? Should you do a podcast? And we'll have some different episodes about how to make intelligent choices around this. But I think the the core thing to think about is in which medium do you feel like you could potentially be the best? Wherever that is, that's where I think you should start and you should start building skills in that area. Now, chances are it doesn't matter what you do first. Go find any guide, go find any YouTube video and start following it and you will be infinitely better off than if you do nothing but research and think about things. All right, next one is I keep getting distracted. And this is an interesting one because this one I don't feel like is total BS, okay? Not to be cruel to the other two excuses that we talked about, but those were internal. Those were about internal choices. And the fact is that distraction is all around us now. And it's really, really, really hard, even if you concentrate, to to not be distracted. And so what I want to do is talk for a moment about exactly what to do about that. There's a book about this called Indistractable, by the way, if you want to take a deep dive. But the, the key insight that I'd like to go into is whenever you are distracted, I want you to realize that it's actually because you like being distracted. Now, you may say, John, no, that's not true. I get so upset. I get so frustrated. But hear me out for a second. The biggest distraction in all of our lives is our cell phones. And the reason why is that it constantly gives us that feeling of social connection, that feeling of something new and interesting could happen. It has notifications that train us to look at it. It was built to be as addictive as possible. And they've studied this whenever you go check your cell phone, which most people do like every three minutes, by the way, then you actually get a little hit of dopamine in your brain that is just as addictive as something like cocaine, okay? And that means you are not totally in control of your attention as long as your cell phone is on. So the best thing to do to, for starters is whenever you're going to work, whenever you want to try to create content, actually turn off your cell phone. It sounds so simple like it couldn't possibly work, but go ahead and turn it off. Now, I've actually had a few friends do this and reported back to me that they feel anxiety after turning off their cell phone. Like, what if something happens? What if someone needs me? And what you'll soon discover, if you keep going, if you push through that anxiety, nothing happens. You'll miss out on nothing. There will almost certainly be no emergencies and you will get a lot done. 
personally, my cell phone is almost always off. And that's one of the reasons why I get so much done. And there are some other things that I do as well to reduce distractions. Number one is I don't allow anyone around me at all. So you cannot interrupt me. I do not work in a place where it is possible to interrupt me. I want to work in a bubble of seclusion that's as simple and as boring as possible. So I have nothing to do but work. You'll find similar things with a lot of other very successful creatives that they actually tend to work in isolated or boring environments. And the reason why is because it eliminates all the distractions. I also don't accept any in incoming phone calls ever, not even from family. You cannot call me. I, I reappear at certain times to check messages and things on the internet. I check my text messages and things throughout the day, but the notifications are never on, ever. Now, that may sound like a ridiculous lifestyle to you, but if you'll try implementing pieces of this, just try cutting your cell phone off for an hour a day and focusing on the work you need to get done and also put yourself in a place where no one can interrupt you. If you're a parent with kids, one of the things that I've heard from a lot of other creatives, it's actually to go sit in your car. And the reason why is, I mean, kids may be running around the house, whatever. Now, hopefully, you know, if they're little, there, there are times where you have to have someone to watch your kids. But if you can find time to get away for an hour and just go sit in your car and work on stuff, it's amazing how much you can get done. All right. So those are some three, three big tips for the different barriers that I see with people struggling to, to pursue content. And hopefully they help you move forward. Ultimately though, what you've got to realize is that all of us human beings are built to seek instant gratification. We are built to, to want that dopamine hit, just like the cell phone. And a lot of times what success usually means in any area of life, not just content, is actually ignoring the dopamine hit, actually putting yourself into a state of boredom, into a state of unhappiness in order to create long-term results. It's the same thing with working out or doing anything that has that long-term payoff. It's short-term pain for long-term gain, right? And content is no different. If you have the idea that creating content is always supposed to be fun, that you're always supposed to be inspired, that you're always supposed to want to do it, then you're never going to get there. You have to create content, even if you don't want to. And you also have to build a life around it that makes room for it and protects it. You'll see this with any kind of creative whether they're a writer, video creator, whatever the case may be, it's very, very, very common. And if you want to be successful, a lot of these environmental type factors are one of the most important things to set up. All right, so I hope this has been helpful to you. I hope you are ready to get started creating that content. This is the end of the episode. Right now, we're finished. Go get started, do some work get some things done, 
it'll pay off for you in the long term. Bye-bye now.